Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Friday. Hope you're all doing well. And first of all, I have an announcement to make. Radio Grognard is going to go radio go into radio silence for a while, at least until Monday. I am moving, and it's a big move, with with a truck and helpers and all that. So I have to basically relocate my equipment, make sure the router and the modem work, set it all up, make sure everything's copacetic before I can... I can regale you again with my voice. So this is going to be the last episode until I get into my new my new digs. Just so I'd let you know. And you know, I want to talk about trying to think different in a role-playing game. And I think this this applies to anything you do. If you learn something a certain way, it's like you have to if you do if you learn something a certain way and somebody presents you with something the same that is done differently, you almost have to unlearn a little what you learned in order to get this new this new idea. It's, it's a paradigm shift. I call it a paradigm shift before. And I first ran into this in Tunnels and Trolls. I had I mean I understood the basic concept but there were all these little niggling things that I was so used to in class and level role-playing, a la D&D, that I'm going, well, how do you do this and how do you do that? And I had to like try and forget all that, forget what I know, and then just read it. And it came clearer to me. Once I stopped trying to compare it to that system, it came clearer to me. Unfortunately, their system, I don't really, I I can't, I want to like, but you know how that goes. It just, it was too much effort. It was just too much. I'm a lazy DM, and there's a reason being, for me being a lazy DM, besides that I'm lazy, is I like things simple to keep them going smooth. So the mechanics bothered me. And there were a couple of things that I didn't paradigm shift on there, like player agency. And the way I heard people talk about it is, well, you just got to deal with it as a as a saving role or something like that. And it's it was way more abstract. Let me put it that way. But I just couldn't rectify it with how combat works and things like that and encounter works. So I stopped playing it. That's the first time I realized I actually have some games I actually have to just go with the flow and give you know pick up what they're putting down. I recently ran into that again with the index card RPG, which I like a lot. Of course, I like Tunnels and Trolls a lot. I consider it my RPG heartbreaker. But I'm willing to give this one a go, and this one looks like because he's got enough things like class he's got enough class and level trappings that i understand it easier but there's other things like you know hit points and armor class everybody's the same this or that unless you have something to change it everybody's the same armor class unless you have you know loot or 
gear or something that changes it or some kind of spell, whatever. But the first thing that struck me was armor, uh, hit points. Okay, hit points are hearts. Hearts are 10 hit points. I can relate to that. But, okay, fine. I'm trying to hit something. It's got one heart. It's got 10 hit points. Maybe it has two hearts. It has 20 hit points. Now, that doesn't mean you have to take out a whole heart when you hit something. Because you're still rolling damage. You're still rolling whatever you're rolling. I think it's all a D6 with effort, which I'll get into in a minute. But what you have to do is you roll it and however the res resolution is, and you roll so much damage, you just take that off the heart. So you roll seven damage. Three more, he loses a heart. He's down. A two heart creature. Seven, okay, 13 more. You know, you hit another three, boom, that's one heart. That's half his hit points right there. I could deal with that. I can, I can make that mental leap in my head because it's easy. It's, and when you do things like actions and effort, effort is, it's like he took the concept of damage dice and applied it to everything, which I think was fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and not go through this because I already did a review of this, this game and I'm going to try and not go through this, you know, to go, you know, go watch my YouTube video on it. But when you're rolling effort, I, I, I could, I could apply, let me put it this way. I could apply it to, to hit somebody and damn, because effort is basically the damage. But what is effort if you're trying to pick a lock on a chest? What does effort have to do with it? I thought it's either you make the you hit the target number, or you don't hit the target number. But apparently, effort helps because what I don't think he explained it. I'm not sure what Runehammer. I don't think he explained it well enough. The fact that, or or I missed it. I may have missed it. That everything can have hearts. So basically everything can have hit points. So if you're rolling over in a task, you're basically doing it to hit on that thing or item. I mean, their hearts could be like the hardness of a wall. If it's a lock on a chest, hearts could be the how complicated is the lock. Now, okay, so you've got to think like combat on that. So... I'm attacking the lock with my ability. So you roll to hit. Okay, fine. You work it. Now, how much damage did you do? How much effort did you put into it? Did it beat did it beat the hearts in the item? If it did, pops right open. Same thing, you know, anything, climbing a wall or or things like that. And also he did a target number for a scene for everything. He will you will go into a scene, okay, this scene has a target number 10. And that's a standard target number. And you can do pluses or minuses on that depending on what you do. And I kind of like this, believe it or not. I usually be down on target numbers, but this I can understand. Everything has a base a base to do and then you can do pluses or minuses on that. But that that's beside the point. So you do effort. It's like you're doing damage to something, but you're not really doing damage. You're just seeing if you succeed the resistance of whatever it is you're doing, because they can use they can use it as an abstract. Say you're having a drinking contest, and the drinking contest. Say your opponent has one heart, and you attack him. Basically, use your skill 
to hold your liquor and you roll your effort and that means that if you roll over his heart he's the one who gets drunk falls over you win see who does the actually i could i I do it like this if you both got one heart and you do a drinking contest and you've got a skill to hold your liquor you roll do your effort he rolls he does you do damage to each other's and then whoever did the more damage is the lose is the winner and the other guy's the loser. I could do, you could do it that way too. You don't have to you know, make sure they pass out or anything. It's just, but they probably will. But you see what I'm you see where I'm going with this. So that is a game that made me had to think about about role playing games differently. I had to unlearn what I learned. It's not like I forget it, but I just had to kind of unlearn it from my mind. And it was brilliant. And in fact, it's so nice that. I run my my Gangbusters game every year at North Texas. I'm thinking of switching to index card RPG for Gangbusters. Possible. Some pe- some people are already already working on that. But I have made up my mind. Anyway, that's that's my theory about unlearning things and paradigm shifts and things like that. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. I got a lot of packing to do. So uh, if you want to talk about this any anytime, uh, you can drop me an email at oldmangrognor@gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor, and we are monetized, so as little as ninety nine cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you once again to Jonathan Dorgia, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, whose podcast The Yawning Owlbear is really good, Gilbert Soares. Juan Carlos Llewellyn and Daniel Reynolds, you guys rock. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm. Don't forget, you won't see me for a little while, but keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.